Alright. You are listening to I'm having an episode. She's criminal. I am Teresa. And I am here with Heather. It's like I pushed a button just to get you to talk. Anyway, this is Sarah Aldretti, also known as La Madrina. Uh, she was born in Matamoros, Matamoros, Mexico, to a very devout Catholic family. She was considered smart, beautiful, and a good girl. Went to high school in Brownsville before going to college in Texas. SW, so Southwest Texas College. Uh, so she went to high school in Brownsville, so she'd be able to go to the college because Brownsville's in Texas. Uh, she was six foot, one inches tall, which is very tall for a woman. Uh, she was going to school for physical education. Her very first relationship was in college with Gilberto Sosa who was a fellow student and a gangster. She didn't know about him being a gangster. And then she soon found out he was in the Hernandez cartel. And he was a drug runner. Now, he showed her the drugs one day and was thinking it was going to freak her out. But did that freak Sarah out? No. She thought it was, like, cool. I guess she wasn't bothered at it by it at all and decided to help him, but she did her best to keep up the good girl image. Uh, she, as she was dating Gilberto, she was almost run over by a very fancy, expensive car. She was ready to just lose her shit on this dude. Instead, it was love at first sight. And he seduced her, he charmed her, and made her the godmother of his cult. So, uh, we have Adolfo. He believed he was a powerful witch who works for Santeria. His mom raised him up saying that he was so powerful and praying to Santeria, but she was not exactly the best she stole and got into a lot of trouble. They were very poor. Is what it was. But she used him to get money because they're like, oh, he can bless you. He's very powerful. He has the gift. Um, he started out as Santeria, but then it turned to the evil part of it, which was Palmombe. He believed in the African beliefs with Christianity. So it was a mixture of religion. Just, you know, make it up what you want to. Uh, The way to get him to bless you, he'd make you give him money. And he had an actual menu. On this menu was like goats and birds and chickens and everything up to like lion cubs and depending on how much protection you wanted would be how much you had to pay for certain sacrifices 
And then he'd also make a very big show out of it with, you know, his little bells and his crackly of the bones and, you know, do a little dance, get some jigs, say some pretty words, make it all smoky. Just, just super fun. Ended up realizing and working with uh, Sarah because he found out she had connections to the Hernandez cartel. So it was not an accident that she almost got ran over by him. Surprise, surprise. Now, when Sarah got into the cult, that's when human sacrifices started. They kept having people into their little cults and they needed to make human sacrifices because that is what Pau Mombe wanted. That is how he protected everybody. And they all thought they were invincible. Now, Sarah picked out the human sacrifices. She would point out, like, certain college students and be like, ooh, we want him. We want him to be the sacrifice. And they'd kidnap him and then they'd kill him because that is how you sacrifice somebody. Uh, she was completely in love with Aldolfo and completely a part of the whole cult. I don't even know when she broke up with um, Gilberto, but as she was having an intimate relationship with Aldolfo, she was still in a relationship with Gilberto. But that did not bother her one bit. She just felt so important being La, La Madrina and the godmother or whatever that she didn't care. She just wanted Aldolfo. She thought he was the hottest thing in the world. And I've seen his pictures. Eh, it wasn't. I don't see the draw. Not not so great. Um, They ended up kidnapping a very high-profile boy who had a very political family, according to Sarah's demand. Uh, th then that is when everything went downhill. They had uh, blockages, roadblocks up, and a couple of guys went through the roadblocks, and they're like, hey, no, you have to come here. We're looking for this person. Have you seen this person? And they're being all arrogant and be like, we have the protection of Palmombe. You can't do anything to us. They get taken in, and they're just like, I will drag this shit up to you. I am excited to tell you about how super special I am in my grand old cult where we kill things. And told them, yeah, I've seen that kid. And that is how their compound got raided. They go in to this compound. And they find bones everywhere. They find a cauldron that is simmering with blood and has a brain in it. Which, magnifique. Let's just eat. Bon appetit, everybody. After it got raided, there was like no one there, I believe. And everyone kind of scattered like the little roaches that they were. And some of the people were like, oh, there's a graveyard. And they started 
breaking digging up things and found all these corpses and they were Aldolfo, Sarah, Eldube, and Martin were the ones who escaped and were in hiding. And as they were in this little hotel in hiding, in hiding, not hiding, in hiding, Aldolfo looked out the window and he saw police officers out there. And freaked the fuck out. So he opens the window and starts shooting at them. They were actually in the area because of a girl who had been kidnapped and had no clue that Aldolfo was there. Absolutely none. Didn't even know they were there. Didn't even know they were close. Wasn't even on their radar. They were looking for this lost little girl. But because he's such a psychopath and probably really paranoid, he takes a gun and just starts shooting out the fucking... And when he runs out of bullets, he tells Aldubi to shoot him. He's like, but he didn't want to go to the afterlife alone. Who do you think he chose to be killed with him? Would it be Sarah? No. Really? He did not want Sarah to be the one to go to the afterlife with him. He wanted Martin. Because Aldofo and Martin, had, who was his second in command, had a sexual relationship this whole time. And he was just using Sarah. <laughs> So this brainwashed thinking she's this all-important godmother with the man that she loves, the love of her life, finds out he doesn't want her to go with him into the afterlife. He wants Martin. His, you know, he just... That was that was going to be who he wants to be with. He doesn't want her. Aldubi does not want to shoot them. He's like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't shoot you. But Aldolfo said, if you don't shoot me, I won't help you cross over. You have to shoot me. And then when it comes time for you to die and cross over, I will be there for you. And, you know, I'll put in a good word for you. And... Because of that, and hearing that if he didn't shoot him, he wouldn't be able to cross over, and Aldolfo wouldn't put a good word in for him. So, Aldolfo shot, or Aldubi shot Aldolfo and Martin in the bathroom together, and I believe he escaped with Sarah. They were shot, they were caught very soon after. And then when it comes to the trial and everything like that, Sarah said she was forced into all of it and brainwashed. None of this was, of course, her fault. She didn't pick any human sacrifices. She wasn't the one to do any of this. She wasn't the one to help with the rituals. None of that. It was not her fault. She was brainwashed. And she got 60 years. 
Would you like to know how many years she served? Was it like three? No, no, no. It was eight. She served eight years because she's like, no, I shouldn't be in this. I'm going to uh, go and dispute what you put forth for me. They talked to the, all the cult members. And all these cult members were like, yes, she was a part of this. But somehow she still only ended up doing eight years. She also wrote a book, which I could not find. I would love to read this motherfucking book because I want to know how, because it's in her point of view. Everything that happened in her point of view. It is Angel of Darkness. That was the book she wrote. Did you look in the fiction section? <laughs> I looked everywhere. I was trying to find it. All I can find is the Spanish version. But I just found this story. I'm like, dude, you picked out this college student that you went to college with. You were helping your drug runner boyfriend, Gilberto, until you found someone fancier and better looking and everything like that. And then you full-fledged jumped right into this cult shit and was like, everybody worship me. I am the godmother. Oh, sacrifice it yourself for me. Let's do these freaking rituals and all this stuff. And then she gets caught, finds out that Adolfo did not love her, but loved Martin and was just using her and didn't want to go to the afterlife with her. So he's just like, yeah, see ya. Has Eldubi kill them and done and over with. She must have had a hell of an appeals lawyer. Something. Because it's like, how? How did you guys believe that, oh, she should only serve eight years? It, oh, she must have been brainwashed. If she finds the right guy, she's going to commit another crime of sorts. She's going to do more. Are they just like, oh, she's young. She She's immature. That's why we did this. As you as you are aware of how aware I am of how easy it is. <laughs> For a cult to brainwash somebody, um, especially when they're in, when they're like brought in into like this, this important position or whatever, it's, I think it's still technically like a form of brainwashing, but almost like voluntarily being brainwashed because now you're like, you're in this, um, a position of power and this position of uh you know respect and importance and it's not like you know she was at risk of the one being sacrificed she was the one that had all the power when it came to it um which i think may be in and of itself a form of brainwashing but yeah eight years is kind of ridiculous did the did they find the the boy that sparked all of this or oh no he got killed brain, he was the brain in the pot yeah he was uh the one that got he got sacrificed i think he was the very last sacrifice how many people did they sacrifice did they I oh i think it was like 17 Jeez. it was it was a lot 
and I I when the when the raiding happened oh it was number of victims was anywhere between 5 to 15 and uh they did the drug smuggling ring. Uh, their method was either shooting or stabbing with a machete. Uh, they, she was released in 2000. So that's lovely. And when their uh, place got raided, the reason Adolfo was freaking out so freaking bad is because he said them raiding their uh, compound made him lose his powers. Now he wasn't powerful. Now he wasn't looked upon by his, whoever he worshipped, whatever. And he wasn't able to protect everybody anymore. Because them going across and into their sanctuary of sorts diminished all his powers. And he was just freaking out and destroying the complete completely destroying the room and just they've taken my powers I can feel myself weakening just freaking the flip out dude it it just complete went crazy he went to the cuckoo crazy nut house and went to the other side with his lover which was not Sarah um I mean, that's not surprising. That's that's the way all cults go, is when their predictions don't happen, or their miracles don't happen, or the police raid their compound. It's never that, oh, it, you know, the powers never existed. It's always, oh, something happened to make it not work. Something happened to take the powers away and the magic away. And even the cult members were like, oh, we were invincible. No one caught us. We were able to go across the border all the time because they went from Texas to Mexico back and forth with their drugs and everything like that and were never caught. And they're like, oh, it was the protection of our priest, our of Aldolfo, who I guess was a male model. And every, he was just some fancy shit, but obviously crazy crazy as hell but i figured i had to i had to tell you about that one and do this one with you because yes completely crazy yeah it's kind of it is kind of similar-ish to um carla homonka yes um except you know the whole cult thing yeah Um, unless you count the two people together as just a mini cult but pretty sure that's not the definition of the cult but yeah i think definitely the getting off way too light um although it's kind of the opposite like you know carla struck her deal got immunity and then more evidence surfaced that showed just how involved in the murders she was and like how much of a willing participant whereas this is kind of the opposite like the evidence was there and used to show she was a willing participant and, and for they had witnesses they had the cult member as witnesses saying oh yeah she was a huge part of this she's the godmother they knew all this but no 
20 or 60 years or whatever it was. Nah, we're just going to give her eight. That's cool. Yeah, like I said, she had to have had a hell of an appeals lawyer. But that is our dear friend, Sarah Aldrete, or the godmother, we will say. And today, in which this one will be published, is going to be ooh, September 28th. This is when everybody will have it. And we are still in pre-October, or October Eve. But we're very close to October. We're almost there. And then the real celebration starts. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've been getting myself ready just fine. Do you have any ideas for your uh, Halloween costume yet? No, no. We haven't done a, gone to a Halloween party in ages. Um and generally don't dress up to take the kids trick-or-treating. Um, I don't and, usually because I always work. Yeah. I'm curious what Max is going to want to be this year because uh, he was Zeus one year. He was mashed potatoes another year. When he was a toddler, he was a potato. <laughs> um, the kid I never, love Max so much. The kid never has a traditional like Halloween costume idea. It's always one year he wanted to be um, pizza with sprinkles. We not, we didn't actually do that. Cause we were like, we had no idea how to make pizza with sprinkles for a Halloween costume. We'll have to see what he wants to be this year. You need to get him some suspenders and then you'd have uh, to do big pieces of cardboard that would be a circle on them. And then just use some color it red and like red, cotton or whatever and then put some actual sprinkles on it and you have them that's kind of how we did the bowl of mashed potatoes <laughs> last year or the year before whenever it was I think it was um, last year I think you remember you sending me a picture and me being like is he an egg <laughs> and his little his hat with the the square of butter on it yeah my kids are always like video game characters actually no Skyler has been a fish. He has been a duck. Last year, actually, he was um, Plague Doctor Duck. He had a duck onesie and has Plague Doctor mask on. It was the funniest thing in the world. Last year, Parker was a flying squirrel, which upset me greatly because the flying squirrel pajamas that he wore, the onesie, was mine. Mm-hmm. And he fit in it perfectly. So that is how big my baby is getting. Uh, last year, oh, you'll love this. Um, Tegan was a character from the Breakfast Club. Oh, nice. Which one? Um, my brain is like the rebel. What was Bender? his name? Pen- Bender. Yes, that's who he was last year. He had a wig and everything. Uh, so I have already been looking. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it, but I want to be rainbow bright this year because I actually don't have to work on Halloween. And I would be rainbow bright for the rest of my life because that just sounds like fun. And if I could get one of my kids to be a star bright or whatever they're called. A sprite. 
Sprite. There we go. I knew they were something that started with an S. If I could get like Parker to be a Sprite, I'd be in heaven. But he won't. I know he won't. <laughs> we should all be Smurfs. Yeah, Rory is usually like a an obscure video game character. Like she was, um, I can't remember. I feel like it was Hermes or something like that from the Hades video game. And then uh, last year, I can't remember what it was, what she said she was last year, but it's always from like an obscure video game I've never even heard of. Yeah. But she was lucky her Auntie Kristen made her a um, a very cool cape specifically for her costume. Okay, well, we'll have to figure out what we're going to be. And hopefully we can hear from other people. Either they can go on Facebook to I'm having an episode, she's criminal, the Facebook sites. Or they can go to the um, Twitter page, which is just I'm having an episode. And then we have Instagram which is I'm having an epi 23 or you can send a Gmail, which is I'm having an episode 2023 at gmail.com. Everything will be inside of the description. So if you didn't get all that, Oh, I did the Twitter and the uh, Instagram backwards. I'm having an epi 23 is Twitter. I'm having an episode is Instagram. Either way, it'll be in the description. So tell us your costume ideas if you have them. And be excited for October because it's coming. Not because of pumpkin spice. I don't give two shits about that crap. I want the ghosts and ghouls and spider webs. Keep your spiders. I don't want those. And, you know, all the creepy deepy stuff. Let's get some creep creep going. Are you ready for the creep creep? Always. All right. Well, it was lovely having a good old time. Uh, remember to lock your doors. Keep your loved ones close because you never know who may be lurking in the shadows. Stay curious, stay vigilant, and never underestimate the power of a woman with a dark secret. This is I'm having an episode. She's criminal. I'm Teresa. I'm Heather. And we are so glad you had an episode with us. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye.